the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. everybody welcome to the hockey gambling podcast all the sports gambling podcast network episode fucking 100 baby what a voice crack let's go uh i'm Tyler jenkins joined with our host we got ryan gilbert and joel meyer gentlemen how the hell are we doing tonight doing fantastic here here what 24 hours later after after last show after being off for a week feels good to be back again there were i uh, got some rave reviews for last show so hopefully we can uh, just build off that Fucking air lads, England are right? advanced to the round of sixteen in the World it, Cup. It's called it? soccer. <laughs> it? <laughs> I'm sorry, I gotta stop. That's the greatest chant of all time. I'm just saying. USA advanced too. Canada didn't. No. Canada sucks, but that's yeah, no surprise. US, US beat Iran. Uh, yeah, I can't talk for too long in an English accent. It'll just turn into Australian accent. <laughs> Or a Jamaican accent or an Indian accent. So I can't do accents. So I, I kept the nice and short there. But uh, yeah, doing pretty well here. Another World Cup. Like we're getting to the into the meat of it right now. Like uh, the first man, first uh, match day threes, you could say, of the group stage went off. So teams are being eliminated. Very dramatic. Very high stakes stuff, boys. You want to understand, you uh, North Americans. You. Uh, <laughs> what are you? I'm cultured that's what okay. i am you're, oh. you're, you're a cultured north american then is that what you call that eh we're, we're uncultured swine apparently exactly. <laughs> yeah i just like my exactly. usfl we just like our football and baseball eh, Ryan? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your winter meetings year round baseball here we go fuck yeah baby uh i'm doing good man i'm just chilling you know watching my habs get fucking shit pumped out kind of sucks but that's okay we'll see maybe they can turn it back around here baby let's go two men advantage start the third all right, well, maybe they can fucking get it going for me. Fingers crossed, baby. I'm a, you know me, I bleed red, white, and blue Montreal. <laughs> red, white, and blue, USA, USA. <laughs> it's called soccer. Uh, okay, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Eric website, man. That's the place to be. Uh, if you are a big soccer fan or football, whatever you want to call it, uh, there's definitely tons of cool information there. You can go check out some of the shows as well for every other sport, man. They got fucking real football. They got real football that's played in college. They got basketball. They got We got NBA. We got fucking NHL. Obviously, that's what we do. Bunch of good shit, man. So you can find it on the Sports Gambling Podcast every website. That's the place to be. Uh, check out some of the articles, too. There's a lot of people doing a lot of good work there, including the Hockey Gambling Podcast, very own Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. These guys are always killing it. Uh, and shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord, man. If you're not in the fucking Discord, get your ass in there. You're literally losing money. It's good to see it building, dude. Like, I know we said it so much, but like, I was kind of worried when we were transitioning over to Discord, but everybody came along for the ride, and we got a bunch of new faces there, too. So shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. If you're not in the goddamn Discord, get your ass in the Discord. 
Yeah, Discord has uh, lived up to the hype there. We don't get the people in there that are like kind of just spamming and stuff either. It's always good conversation in the hockey channel, so make sure you uh, get in there as well, uh, sg.pn slash Discord. And uh, it was another record month for the Hockey Gambling Podcast here, record number of downloads in November. Uh, I'm going to try to plan to do some sort of giveaway in December for you guys. We'll uh, decide what that is. But if you want to get on board, make sure you subscribe to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on your preferred podcast platform and uh, leave us a five-star rating review to uh, tell us how good we are. Can can we win the giveaway or no? Um, I'll have to check with management. Okay, let me know because like if we can, I'm gonna be fucking hammering it. All right. Um. All right, guys. Uh. Obviously, normally at this time of the show, we would go through our lock dogs and totals from the previous show, which was yesterday. Those games are still currently happening, so we don't have any update for you. But we'll get one for that for the next show. Uh. With that being said, boys, we got an interesting four game slate here coming up tomorrow, Tuesday, November the thirty first, last game of the month for November or last what day are you of the month talking for November. About? Wednesday the 30th. Oh, fuck. The 31st of November. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I'm, uh, disclosure, the host is kind of drunk. I've had a couple. I, I'm off today. Right? It's not my fault. So we're going for Wednesday, November 30th. We got a four-game slate on the docket still. Gentlemen, are we ready to rock and roll or what? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Here we go. Kicking things off at the docket at the 7 p.m. time slot. We got the San Jose Sharks against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Game itself is in Toronto. Leafs are on a four-game heater. Uh, San Jose on the money line is sitting at plus 255. Toronto on the money line hanging out at minus 325. Leafs on the puck line hanging out at minus 125. The over-under is set at six. Overpaying off minus 120. The under, plus 100. Boys, I'm going to kick this one off here. This Leaf team has been fun, man. We're, we've been kind of crushed a little bit defensively. Obviously, we've had some injured, but it's gives some time for the kind of the young kids, right? The Timothy Lilligrens, the Rasmus Sandins to kind of get some more minutes and show what they can do. And they've been stepping up to the plate. Obviously, San Jose is not a great team. Uh, they've had an okay start. I've liked to see another guys like Eric Carlson. Obviously, it's pretty cool. Uh, but this should be a no-brainer for the Leafs at home, man. So the real question is, how do you bet them? You think team total maybe is the play? Leafs haven't been scoring that much lately, but Austin Matthews is starting to get a couple, so maybe he can go rolling. I'm going to be on that uh, team total. There might not be that much play for regulation, so maybe Leafs team total is the play. And if the number set at six, man, I'm kind of feeling the over a little bit here. You might see James Reimer playing against his old team. He fucking sucks, so I would love nothing more to see him get lit up. So I'm taking the over here and uh, probably Leafs team total. Yeah, I mean, this is a find-the-money game for the Leafs. It's back-to-back for the Sharks after playing in Montreal. Um, yeah, so you got to go with the Leafs. I looked at their team total, like Talon did. I think it's uh, 3.5 minus 140 or, or maybe even higher than that. I looked at race to four. I decided on this this uh, fun uh, same-game parlay here. Maybe you can do a win-bet, build-your-own-bet. We got Toronto to win, Toronto to score first, Toronto to score in the first period, and Toronto plus half a goal in the first period comes out to plus 110. I I felt like that was kind of crazy odds there. As long as they can get a goal there in the first period, which they've uh, usually been able to do, they've outscored teams 14-7 over the last 10 first periods, should be home free there. So, yeah, you got to find a way to to bet the Leafs here. I'm going the other way, boys. No! Feeling the Sharks. Feeling the Sharks. Yeah, you know what? The Leafs have been on a on a bit of a heater lately. Uh, even even given their defensive injuries and whatnot, their goaltending uh, uh, carousel. But uh, it's got to come to an end at some point. And we know the Leafs tend to underperform against these bad teams. And the Sharks mm-hmm. coming in at plus two fifty five, a line that'll probably go higher given the fact that they're on a back to back. So I'm going to wait for the Sharks to get another better price here to come in and snatch that victory. I mean, the Leafs the 
they beat a, they beat a few good teams in a row there. Um, even the Red Wings are a, a decent team. They went on the road there and beat them. They beat the Devils there in a game that they were outplayed in. So coming back home to face the Sharks is kind of a letdown spot. So I'm, I'm feeling the Sharks here, plus 255. That's the way I would look at this game. I also like the under six, plus 100. Uh, I bet this bit earlier. But, uh, but yeah, if Reimer's in net, you know, he's got his old team he's got to play against. He'll be up for this game. Uh, Leafs, of course, are a good defensive team. Not putting a lot of pucks in net, though. Uh, still one of the lower-scoring uh, playoff teams in the league so far. So, yeah, I like the under, and I like the Sharks here. Plus 255, just uh, a team that can uh, upset them. I mean, the, the Leafs, uh, we, we've seen this before so many times. They, they, they over. They overperform when they when nobody expects them to do well, but then they underperform and everyone expects them to crush. So uh, I'm going on that trend here, and I'm back in the Sharks. Uh, if you're looking for a prop bet of some sort, uh, Mitch Marner is currently on a 16-game point streak. I believe the Leafs' record is 18 games in a row. I think it's a tie between Eddie Olchek and Daryl Sittler. So that would be pretty sick to see Mitchie keep going. So maybe, you know, bet him to get one or two points, man. Uh, San Jose Sharks aren't necessarily the greatest team, so maybe you'll see Marner kind of pop off a little bit. Just a little side action there. Uh, heading down to the 7 p.m. time slot again. We got the New York Rangers against the Ottawa Senators. Game itself is in Ottawa. I don't understand this line. I had to double-check this like 20 times. But New York Rangers on the money line is sitting at minus 125. Ottawa on the money line at home is paying off plus 105. The over-under sitting at 6.5. Over-paying off minus 105. The under minus 115. Ryan, what can you tell me about this line, buddy? Am I missing something or what? Well, yeah, but before I even looked at the odds for really this game or even the slate, I was like, okay, where are we going to find which underdog on this slate is going to win? And, you know, Joel made make a good case for the Sharks there, especially if that line goes up. But, I mean, the Rangers right now, they're not a great hockey team. Uh, Over on the season, they're 10-9-4. That's 10 wins, 13 losses. Ottawa, obviously, is not good either. But at at plus 105 at home, they've won back-to-back games. I would... Lean that way. I haven't bet it. I don't know if I will, but uh, I did bet the under six and a half at uh, minus 110 or minus 115. Ottawa's had a bunch of unders there in a row. Cam Talbot's come back and kind of solidified things. Nine, 919 save percentage. We know uh, Shesterkin for the Rangers is going to be good as well. So I like the under six and a half, but if I had to play a side, I would take those uh, pesky sends at plus 105. <sighs> if you thought this line was strange, you should have seen the opener. Uh... I got the Rangers at minus 110. Line hasn't moved that much yet, but I expect it will move in favor of the Rangers here. Uh, Senators aren't a terrible team. They're better than the record suggests, and the Rangers are, uh, they're about an average team. Um, But uh, given the current form and the, uh, uh, just the, the way the Senators have been playing lately, it's kind of a, kind of a mixed bag there. Uh, I I don't like what I'm seeing out of the Senators in the last uh, road trip. Of course, they did get a couple wins recently, but, the Rangers should come in here as a more desperate team. So minus 125, I think, is cheap for them. So, yeah, give me the Rangers here. Also, uh, might lean to the over still. Even the fact that uh, the Cam Tull is playing better, but Chesterkin is not playing better. Uh, he gave up a few weak goals for the Devils the other night. So uh, he, he's not the same Igor we saw last year. So over 6.5 here uh, might, be, might be a look. But the stronger play for me is the Rangers side. Yeah, I'm right with you there, Jolie. I'm liking the over here with that Igor Shashitshin and uh, Cam Talshit in net here. Uh, actually, I'm not going to lie. Cam Talbot has been playing better. And obviously, Shosturkin, his numbers are still good. And he is still a great goalie. But he's not playing up to the the Vesna quality we saw last year. With that being said, man, like I still like the Rangers here. I, I said at the start of the year, I'm not too high on Ottawa. And I am very high on Rangers. Um, 
you know what kind of sucks for Ottawa is the the Josh Norris injury, man. Like that that's hurts. Everybody forgets how good he actually is up front, right? As a centerman. So that's a tough look for the Sens here. But I do like New York in this game, minus one twenty five. And yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be riding with Jewel on the over here. Okay, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot. We got the Buffalo Sabres against the Detroit Red Wings. Game itself is in Detroit. Uh, Buffalo on the money line, sitting at plus 120. Detroit on the money line, hanging out at minus 140. Over-under set at 6.5. Both over-under paying off minus 110 here. I don't... Dude, I don't know what to make of this game. You almost kind of have to go with Detroit here, right? Like, they've they've looked decent this year. And, fuck, they're 11-6-4 on the year. They're fourth in the Atlantic. Uh, as a division record, they're kind of not that great. They're 1-3-1, and one, but the Atlantic itself is full of absolute monsters here. Uh, and Buffalo is definitely not one of them. So I, I'm taking Detroit, man. You know, minus 140, maybe even a little sprinkle in regulation. There may be some extra value there if you're willing to be a little bit risky. Uh, as far as over-under goes... These teams have been scoring goals, man. Like, Buffalo's sneakily fourth in the league for goals per game, sitting at 3.68. Uh, we've seen Detroit's goaltending. Alex Nedeljkovic is confirmed to start. Uh, he's got a fucking GAA of 4.01 and a save percentage under 900. And they got the fucking 40-year-old virgin Craig Anderson in net for Buffalo if he gets the nod. So I'm thinking we're going to see some goals in Motor City, baby. Give me the fucking over and give me the Red Wings on the money line, possibly in regulation as well. Yeah, I did not really that realize that Nadelkovic is starting for them. So the over there would be the play for me on, on the total. But I, I like the Red Wings here. They're a good home team, 7-3-2. and two. Uh, They had a four-game winning streak you know, up until that loss against Toronto. They outshot Toronto 44-25. You know, they're, they're a good team, especially at home. And, and Buffalo seems to be kind of a streaky team. Uh, they, they had those back-to-back huge wins, 7-2, 6-2 against Montreal and St. Louis. But outside of that, they've just been been losing. And they, they blew a late 5-3 lead to Tampa Bay. Uh, so I think Detroit here at home, coming off that loss, is going to be hungry to uh, get back in the winning column. So I, I already bet them at uh, minus 140. Looks like we're gang-banging this, baby. We're all on the same size here. We're going with the Red Wings and the over. You guys laid it out. Nadalkovich sucks. Uh, Detroit <laughs> Red Wings are a good team on offense. Sabres can't play defense, but they can put the puck in the net, too. So, uh, yeah, I like the over here quite a bit. And the Red Wings uh, at home are a good side. You guys uh, gave all the reasons for them. I'm just uh, backing you guys' plays. All right, moving down to the last game on the docket here at the 9.30 p.m. time slot. We got the Edmonton Oilers against the Chicago Blackhawks. Game itself is in Chicago. Uh, Edmonton on the money line sitting at minus 215. Chicago money line hanging out at plus 175. Oilers on the puck line are sitting at plus 110. Uh, the over-unders at 6.5. Overpaying off minus 115. The under minus 105. Guy, finish this off here, buddy. What do you think? What do you got? Yeah, I got another uh, parlay for this one. Just a simple one. Oilers and over five and a half for uh, plus 125. I think Edmonton here is uh, they won back-to-back games. They beat Chicago earlier in the season, 6-5. So I could see a uh, a 4-3 type game. That's been the last three wins for the Oilers. So I don't trust them on the puck line. So you have to find value elsewhere. That's why I did that uh, parlay with the over. Blackhawks have lost uh, six in a row. Not a very good hockey team. 6-11-4 on the season. Edmonton's going to be uh, coming off that overtime win against Florida for the day off. So, yeah, Edmonton here is the play, and I, I would parlay it with the over to get some uh, value there. Uh, or you could just do the Oilers team total over 3.5. Uh, you'd find a cheap minus 125-ish there. Or you can do a uh, regulation team total, too. You get a little bit of a discount. Uh, but either way, I don't think the Oilers are losing this game. 
it's just a total, totally bad mismatch. We saw this game earlier in Chicago where the the Blackhawks found a way to uh, blow a, a lead like three times in that game, and the Oilers ended up winning six to five in regulation. By the way, I think that was one of uh, Talon's picks here. Yeah, that he was sweating <laughs> out. Yeah. Um, so I think it's going to be the same kind of thing. I was just going to put the puck in. I don't know what the Blackhawks are going to. Black, there we go again. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> we're, we're gang banging. Now we're the <laughs> I, I don't know what they're going to do to defend the defend the oils and their penetration here. Um, so the Oilers should have their way uh, with the Blackhawks and uh, get a few pucks in the net. Um, yeah, all over the Oilers here and the and the overs well because the you know the the Oilers aren't exactly uh, virgins themselves and um. There'll be some goals in this game. All right, gentlemen. How did the black cocks get so black? They are covered in oil, baby. Let's <laughs> fucking go Oilers in this. I'm loving Edmonton and regulation, but I'm also liking Chicago on the puck line here. So maybe you can get a little plus one and a half action sitting there on Chicago, and you'll see a little one goal game here in regulation for Edmonton. And you know why else this game is special to me? You got Jack Campbell going head-to-head with Peter Morazic. Two former Leaf greats from last year duking it out. Last time these guys met, there was 11 fucking goals in the game, and we're probably going to expect it here, too. So the over is definitely the play. Give me the over, minus 115. Both these goalies are playing like fucking shit. Uh, Edmonton in regulation, and also give me Chicago on the puck line. That's a little risky, but I kind of like it if it pays off here. You could just get uh, Oilers to win by one in regulation at plus 550. Oh, add that to the card too, man. Throw all three in the mix. Let's go. Bet it any possible Wait, way you can. You said Chicago on the puck line. You got me confused there. Uh, is that the reverse puck line or <laughs> yeah. is that Oilers? Well, we're, I, we're not allowed to call it the reverse puck line anymore. Well, you though, mean right? the Oilers then? No, I mean Chicago oh, plus he one means, and a half. He means oh, the Oilers to win by one. That's what I'm saying. So the Oilers Oilers're are going to win same. in regulation by one goal and Chicago is going to cover the puck line. He's, oh, thread- okay. he's threading the needle there. I'm threading right. the needle, baby. Let's go. Come on. Like, one is prone to... I don't fucking know. That's what I'm taking, though. And give me the over here. Both these goalies suck. But this is a game that the Edmonton, like, you have to put Jack Campbell in, right? Maybe a bit of a confidence boost. If they, if he can't play well against the Blackhawks, I don't know what to fucking tell you, man. That's a crazy um, play, just like uh, oil. <laughs> <laughs> All right, looks like we got a uh, we got we got a few uh, consensus plays here. The Red Wings we're, we're gangbanging them minus one forty, like the over in that game six and a half minus one ten, and then something for this Edmonton game. I guess uh, team total over three and a half at uh, minus one forty five. I'll ride with that. Go yeah, with for that. Edmonton. Go with yeah, or go with Edmonton in regulation is also minus one forty five. So take your pick there, and uh, yeah, and as always, uh, those odds are provided by WinBet. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Looking to get involved in a same-game parlay? Yeah, I am. WinBet is your home. <laughs> They're a WinBet build-your-own-bet, letting you customize the bet you want to make. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, win $100. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. 
Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at Wombat.com. Must be 20 or older and present in the state where play the Wombat is available. If you or somebody knows a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Yeah, I am. I love that part. That's <laughs> the sickest part of the whole read, bro. I'm going to be throwing that out all day long. Okay, so we powered through the four-game slate for Wednesday, November the 30th. Yeah, quick, date, quick, right? quick, quick show there. Just wrap it up here. That's, uh... Yeah, we're going to cancel. We're going to cancel. That's it. We're done. You know, game over. Psych, we got a segment planned for you. Come on, we're not going to leave you hanging like that, especially not in episode 100, baby. Um, what we're thinking about here, we're going to touch on a couple of future bets, man. We, we talked a little bit about it before the season. You know, we've been tossing a couple out throughout the shows, but we're about what? Maybe a quarter way through the schedule here. It's nice to do a little bit of an update. Maybe we'll do it quarterly as the season goes on. Uh, so yeah, man, we're going to jump right into it here. Ryan, why don't you start us off, buddy? Do you have uh, a, anything special here planned out? Uh, nothing special planned out. No sort of, no sort of format. We kind of figured we'd do a kind of a smorgasbord here of stuff. Uh, let mm. me start out with one of my, uh. Newest favorite teams, the Seattle Kraken. I, I found them. Um, they've been surprising this year. I'm surprised to still find them uh, to win the cup at 70 to one. I think that's a oh. good price. They're uh, probably not going to win it, but you can definitely hedge that or arb that once they are in the playoffs. They're now favored to make the playoffs. Uh, they're, they're as low as 45 to one or 30 to one elsewhere. So I think 70 to one there is solid value. Or you can just take them to win the uh, Pacific Division at plus 950. I don't know if they're going to be able to keep it up. I also don't know if Vegas is going to keep it up. So that division might be wide open there with uh, Edmonton and Calgary having slow starts. So Seattle could be able to keep this up with their uh, newfound good team, newfound Magic and Marty's <laughs> in net. So, uh, yeah, I, those are my two uh, to start it off. I'll uh, I'll move into that. Speaking of Seattle, too, I got one or two here. I liked it them. Um, I got Matty Beniers for the Calder man. He's favorited to win it. I know it's nothing too crazy, but get in now while you can, dude. This guy's probably gonna win it. Uh, he's playing off plus four hundred as we currently stand. Obviously, you know, kind of the only contention he has is our boy playing net in uh, in Vegas here, Logan Thompson. Uh, is it Thompson or Tom? I always get it fucking wrong. Logan Thompson. Thompson, yeah. Thompson. Okay, yeah. The thing about him, man, and this is what I think about goalies. He's the new goaltender in the league. I had a buddy that was a video coach uh, for Berlin in the DEL, and this was like six or seven years ago. And he was saying, man, all we did was videos on goaltenders. And when you get a new guy in the league, you don't have that video on him, right? Mm -hmm. So you're looking, you're trying to figure out his weaknesses or things like that, and it's just not there. Well, we're about 20 games in, you know, give her another 10, 15 games. Maybe those weaknesses will start seeing out, and you might see Logan Thompson's Calder drop or call their stock kind of fall off a little bit. It's like anything. It's like baseball. When you have a rookie pitcher, you don't know what he's going to throw. You know, so that, that that's where I'm riding with that. Give me Matty Bernard's for the call there at plus 400. Uh, keeping in line with Seattle here, too. I'm going to throw another one out. And this is one we all talked about on the show. We brought it up last show as well. Uh, we were surprised to see the odds, though. We're getting Dave Haxtall plus 4,500 to win the Jack Adams. Bro, if Seattle goes on a fucking heater here, man, like, you never know. And for those numbers, why not, man? Like, anything can happen. It's worth a little sprinkle, to say the least. Yeah, and a point on Logan Thompson there is I think some voters may shy away from uh, voting for him because he did play 19 games last year. The to have rookie mm. status is less than 25. So he he's not a true rookie. He's 25 years old. So I could see some voters shying away for that. And yeah, Beneers is the favorite. But I mean, plus 400, plus 350 is still pretty good odds for someone that should get it as long as he doesn't get hurt. Mm -hmm. I'm not there yet. I'm still back in my guys. Cole Perfetti, you can still find out 14 to 1. <laughs> you can still find Shane Pinto, 15 to 1. These guys are still in the mix. Pinto beans. 
I don't think the Baneers is running away with it, like you guys say. Uh, 300, 350, 400. It's not the the end of the day for uh, the rest of the Calder competitors. And uh, that's why I'm still backing those guys that I mentioned all year long. But a new entry to the mix. I think I mentioned him once one show, but uh, Stuart Skinner, you could find him in 18 to 1. Uh, he's actually got a better goal save of expected than Logan Thompson, even though Logan Thompson is at plus 450. For a good reason, he's on a better team. And usually these wards do uh, trend towards uh, players on better teams. But that 18 to 1, Stuart Skinner with the Oilers, they can uh, make a run here and, and, and show that uh, yeah, he can compensate for the lack of defense the Oilers have. Uh, Stuart, Stuart Skinner has a legitimate claim there. So that'd be my best bet right now for the Calder. But I'm not. At one point, I might have to, you know, hedge with Baneers because I got like freaking 50 different bets on the call of trophy and <laughs> nothing on Baneers. But not yet. Not yet. Not backing out yet. Uh, I do think that Perfetti's can, he's still uh, playing a very prominent role there with the Jets, Pinto with the Sands, and uh, Logan Thompson, Stuart Skinner, of course, and that for those uh, Knights and Oilers, respectively, are, are playing excellently. I mean, Logan Thompson is one of the, Papers for the Vezina too, for some reason. So that's crazy. He's getting, man. He's, yeah. he's getting a lot. Of, I don't think he's he's definitely not winning that, mm-hmm. but he could win the Calder yet. Um, so yeah, I'm not backing down just yet because uh, I don't think Benier's odds will race away. I don't think he's good enough uh, to do that. So there, there's still some time yet for us to hedge out if we have to. But for now, I'm still backing the longer shots uh, for the Calder. For my next one, we will go to the Vezina. Um, I don't mind Alinas Olmark here. You can find him at Ooh. plus 750. Ooh. I know we're a Sorokin fan club here. We like Jake Ottinger. Um, we even got Alexander Georgiev down to 14 to 1 there. In I like that. I was looking at that earlier. Eh? Not bad. Yeah. Well, we backed him at 35 to 1, if you remember our conversation during the summer talent. Nope. Um, <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> Grass is green in Toronto. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's too short for him now. I mean, he's making tons of saves. He's he's making clutch saves. But uh, at fourteen to one, I think that there's better goalies ahead of him. Uh, so at this point, I think Linus Allmark just on a dominant Bruins team, and these awards do go to the better teams, like I said. So I, I don't mind that. But uh, hopefully Sorokin wins because I got a lot more invested in him. But he's only four to one now, so uh, I don't know about that if it's worth it at this point. But uh, yeah, those are two more. You guys got any others? What did, uh, just before you do that, do you remember what you got Sorokin at originally? 11 to 1. So not, oh. Not, oh. That's not bad, though. That's like, throw 100 bucks down, win a grand? Like, fuck, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that, that was a good point you made about uh, Beneers, because he also is on a, a really hot streak right now. He's had four-game porn streak. He's had, uh, what's that, nine points in those four games. So those odds could maybe go back up. I, I, I grabbed him at, at plus 450 the other night, then he went down to plus 360 right after the game. I'm also pretty spread out on him on uh, the Calder like you are with Perfetti and, and Thompson and all those guys. But uh, sticking with the Vesna, I, I do also like like Allmark at plus, uh, I had plus 600 here, so 750 is even better. Uh, Gorgiev, I can still find 21 to 1. I think that's still pretty solid. He has the third best uh, goal saved above expected. And uh, also down here, longer shot is uh, Vitek Vanacek at 60 to 1. I don't think he really has a, a great shot at it, but just throw a few bucks on that 60 to one that can't can't really do worse than that yeah drop 10 bucks you know <laughs> it's it's hard to say no with those odds eh? yeah um okay i'll move her down a little bit here uh let's move on to the rocket here boys uh, i'm a little bit biased on this but i think you guys know where i'm going here 
I'm riding with my boy Austin Matthews going back to back. I know he's had a slow start to a season, but even with the slow start to the season, he has 11 goals, currently sitting at 26 points. Obviously, the assists don't mean shit for the Rocket. But most importantly, Austin Matthews finally scored a five-on-five goal on his forehand. So maybe he just needed to see the puck go in the net, and you'll start seeing this guy start ripping. Uh, Truth be told, I was reading somewhere, I forget where it was, one of those crazy Leaf articles, you know there's 20 thousand of them out there uh they're saying that he's actually on a similar pace as he was last year but he just started heating up come like december january time so maybe we'll see a similar thing man like this is a guy that we easily know can put up like seven eight goals in like five or six games you know so and that'll kind of put him on pace too so austin matthews for the rocket it's currently sitting at plus 800 um i'm gonna take a flyer on my man you know he's arguably one of the top goal scorers in the league and uh, i'm gonna keep riding with it at plus 800 um speaking along lines of the leafs as well i'm moving down to the president's trophy boys you know where i'm going with that give me my leafs on the president's trophy they're currently paying off plus 1000 here um if you look at the standings man like yeah they have a couple games played more than like the likes of boston or you know the likes of a dallas or something like that but still realistically and the, the Devils, too. But even that, we got one more game played than the Devils, so that's not too significant. But we're only five points back in the lead, man. Like, this is this is a team that we haven't been too healthy, defensive and lackey. More importantly, our goaltending starting to get healthy as well. We had times or strengths this year where both Matt Murray and uh, Ilya Sansmov were injured. They're both back. They're both playing, you know, decent. Matt Murray's actually looked pretty great for this team. Uh, so, yeah, man, there, there's some value there, plus 1,000, you know, for the Leafs to actually uh, to win the President's Trophy. Yeah, I don't hate that. Actually, I've written down uh, one, of my, one of my picks is uh, Leafs to win the Atlantic Division. Uh, I'm trying to find where I have the odds here. Uh, plus 425, plus 350. I think you know, they're a team that's kind of built for the long haul. And uh, yeah, I mean, you raise great points. Maybe I'll throw a bet on them to win the President's Trophy as well. Yeah, I had to bet some Leafs, given how exposed I am to the, the Bruins with all my bets there. But uh, yeah, I am back in the, the Leafs to uh, win the Atlantic. Um more of a hedge bet, though. I don't know if there's value in it, per se. But, uh, yeah, I do think that it's going to be the Bruins or the least winning the division. So uh, if you can maybe split the bets and, and get it that way, I don't think that the Lightning or the Panthers will make the requisite push to get there. So, yeah, I like those two teams. Um, speaking of the Richard, um, I know I think that Talon's going to mention him for the heart, but I like this guy for the the Rocket Richard to score the most goals, which is uh, Jason Robertson. Five or six to one, you can get him at. He's currently the leader. Two goals over McDavid at this point. I'm already exposed to McDavid at the, quite a bit, but uh, Jason Robertson's on a heater himself. Uh, he's, he, he's scored 19 goals already. He's uh, <laughs> ripping it up. And he, yeah, he's uh, like half the Dallas Stars offense at this point. Uh, it's a very lethal power play, too. So he's getting it done there. I don't mind uh, Robertson there at five or six to one. Um, yeah, that's what I got to say for Robertson. I only have one more, per se. Uh, that would be the Rangers to miss the playoffs. That oh. plus 115. Yeah, it's just the Rangers, they they need goaltending. Like, we, we saw earlier in the year that they are they're doing fine without the goaltending. But now they're not getting the goaltending and they're not getting the 5-on-5 five five play. And we're seeing a big cluster of teams in the East there. So, at plus money, I don't mind the Rangers to miss. We got the, uh, of course, we only have eight teams making the playoffs. We got the Devils, Islanders, Hurricanes, Penguins ahead of them in the Metro. And then there's Bruins, Leafs, Lightning, 
Panthers in the Atlantic and the Red Wings are still hanging around there. If they keep it up, they can out- outlast the Rangers. Um, and the Capitals, when they get healthy, they could uh, catch up as well. So there's a lot of competition for the Rangers. So uh, at plus 115, I don't mind the Rangers to miss. Um, yeah, I mean, Gerard Glenn is getting the hot, on the hot seat. Uh, if he's fired, though, that could require uh, produce the dead cat bounce and a new coach in there could boost him up. That's Man, I lost like two or three college football win totals because of the fucking they they were terrible halfway through the year, but then they fired the coach and then the new coach comes in and like wins like three games in a row. Fucking Georgia Tech beating beating <laughs> Pittsburgh, beating fucking uh North Carolina. Oh, that was brutal. But uh anyway, I I, I fucking kill it there anyway. I can't complain too much. But anyway, I I'm just wary of the same thing happening here with the Rangers if Gerard Gallant gets fired. Um uh, but yeah, the Rangers are I've been hurt. I've been hurt before, God damn it! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, like, um, I don't want to make like, uh, um, make this about betting when it's a tragedy, like the Virginia team where the the the, the one one of the ex players or someone affiliated with the team like shot three of the players in the Virginia team, and then they ended up uh, canceling the last two games. So the that's fucking oh, crazy, bro. Yeah. yeah, it's tragic, but uh, what's also tragic is my my win total under them <laughs> pushed. <laughs> So <laughs> these things hurt everyone, okay? <laughs> All right. So, so, so you like the Rangers to miss it at plus one fifteen, but you don't like the Islanders at plus one eighty. You're, you're you're that you're choosing that that New York team to go with. Isles are six points ahead, though they're currently losing to losing the to, they're losing to the Flyers too. <laughs> All right, uh, I, I have a few more written down here. Um, I do like the Stars. I like Robertson to. Uh, win the heart i think 11 to 1 wouldn't be bad i don't i don't hate hate him to be top goal scorer at five six to one my only worry with him is if you know the stars only really have one line and maybe they just opposing teams start figuring out how to shut him down but yeah i could see him continuing it and in that same vein i uh don't hate the stars plus 350 to win that division especially if colorado has that uh stanley cup hangover they're already kind of beat up. If they if they see that continue, maybe you know the stars can can st- stick with it, especially with Ottinger and there and Net and even Wedgwood is playing well. So, I think uh, that's another uh, division winner I'm looking at. Also, the Hurricanes plus 350. I still maintain they're the best team in the Metropolitan Division and should win it. And I think plus 350 is another good good price there. Um, yeah, for myself, Ryan touched on it. I'm just going to add a little bit to it. Uh, Jason Robertson for the heart, man, plus 1100. I love that play. Uh, there's definitely some value. The guy's on pace for like 67 goals or some shit like that. Obviously, he's not going to hit 67. Uh, but you know, fuck, he should get over 50 at least. And the, the kid's good, man. He can put pucks on the net. Obviously it's kind of a little tight. Like Ryan said, they only really have one line of offense kind of contributing there in Dallas, but Hey man, if he's the guy and he's proven that he can do it and he's putting pucks on the net, why not put a little fire for him at that price? Uh, I can only hope that his brother can turn out to be half as good as he is for the <laughs> Toronto Maple Leafs, but, but it's not trending in that direction. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, another little play here. I don't know if you guys have anything. I'm going to switch her from offense to, uh, to a defensive side of you. I'm going for the Norris here, man. I don't hate Eric Carlson playing off a thousand to one here. We all know the Norris is basically like the top offensive defenseman, which is not the definition of the rule or of the award, but it's kind of the way it seems to be going the past couple of years. Uh, and this guy's had a bit of a resurgence, but I think Eric Carlson has going for him 
is just how much he's kind of struggled the past couple of years. Maybe not fully his fault. Obviously, he had that massive Achilles injury back in Ottawa, and things haven't really gone his way in San Jose. But I think everybody's happy to see Eric Carlson having the season he has. Uh, 24 games played, he has 32 points, 11 goals, 21 assists. For a pretty abysmal San Jose Sharks team, uh, there's also the possibility of him being moved, you know, maybe by the deadline. Obviously, that contract still has like four years left, and I think it's like $11 million. San Jose would have to retain and take a pretty special team to be willing to pick it up. But hey, man, if he goes to a contender and starts putting up even more points, it easily could happen. So uh, a little sprinkle of plus 1,000, man, for Eric Carlson on the Norris here. Obviously, we know the guy can play. Uh, the talent and IQ doesn't necessarily just go away just like that. Yeah, I, I have him written down too at 10 to 1. I mean, if he gets over 100 points, especially if he does get traded, I was going to bring that up as well. So good point there. Yeah, good value there at 10 to 1. Uh, don't hate Adam Fox at plus 750. He's still doing pretty well in the point uh, point category. So if the Rangers can get it going, he's behind seven points behind Carlson with 25 in second place. You know, he's won it, he's won it before. So if he can pick it up a little bit, I could see him doing that. Then a uh, another long shot for the heart, uh, Nikita Kucherov at twenty to one. Oh, he was injured last year. He's off to a great start this year. Uh, this year and last year, he has one hundred and three points in sixty eight games. He had another point tonight, so that's add another on to that. That's on pace for one hundred twenty four points if you combine the last two seasons. This season alone, he's on pace for one hundred thirty two points. You know, Tampa Bay, if if they can keep hanging on, he's won it before. If he can stay healthy, I think twenty to one is a price that's great to grab now, and then it'll it'll come down later. The fact that he's won it before is actually a detriment to his case because these voters they want to give it to people who haven't won it before, so that's not the the best argument for him. But uh, yeah, that those are crazy. <laughs> Jersey stats in his favor, though, so I don't mind that at 20 to 1. Um, yeah, McKinnon's wallet, if you can find him at 15 to 1, I don't mind that. But I do think that the this is a, this is an award that I think that McDavid is going to run away with uh, as long as he doesn't go into his funk like he did last year. Like, he was around yeah. the same odds this time last year, but then he kind of slowed down just like the team did. Like, he can't maintain that kind of pace, like playing 30 minutes a game, doing everything for your team the whole season long. So, well, at some point, he can slow down. That's when I hope that my guys, uh, Pasternak or McKinnon or uh, who else I got? Eichel. Well, he's not getting the respect from the voters. Um, yeah. Going back to your Norris thing, though, like uh, Carlson was actually the only one to get heart <laughs> heart votes early on. Uh, the only, he was the only defenseman. So, uh, you've got that going for you. Uh, I, I just can't believe in him. But i got to put aside personal biases, I guess, and just uh, pay attention to what the voters like. And uh, the voters like Carlson, I guess. So at, at 10 to 1 there, I don't mind that for the Norris at all. Though, uh, yeah, I'm sticking with McCarr and Fox for my guys. Um, yeah, you guys got any others? Well, I got. I might put you guys on the spot a little bit here. But I, I was kind of looking at this earlier today. And uh, maybe we'll do this a little quickly here. Pick one team to lead the division by the end of the year. Pick one team to be first place for each division here. I'll start. We'll start with the Atlantic here. I'm thinking Boston's going to be first in the Atlantic, man. Are, are we factoring in odds or are we just going straight No predictions? odds. Just, just what do you think? Um, for, for the, or we're going to go start with the Atlantic? Yeah, start with the Atlantic. Yeah, pr- probably Boston. I, I think they are had a good start and now they're finally getting healthy. So there's no reason for them to slow down too much. Julie? Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, Boston for sure. Uh, I can give you all four at once, so we don't have to waste everyone's time. <laughs> yeah, <here>. yeah. <laughs> okay, give her. We go Boston, Devils, Avalanche, and the Knights. Unfortunately, though, 
the Kraken, you never know. Uh, the Knights, the Knights have too big of a lead, and they're 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 too deep right now. So yeah, Kraken's we're got going. three games in hand though. They've only played twenty one. Vegas yeah. played twenty four. True, but I don't. They, think they, they win those three games, tied up. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus nine, <laughs> plus nine fifty. It's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Ryan, mine, are, mine are the same as Joel, but I think it's going to be the Hurricanes in the East. I don't think the Devils have the staying power. Yeah, I'm with you. For myself, like I said, I want to take leaps in the Atlantic. I can't. I'm going with the Bruins. Uh, they're an absolute fucking wagon. Um, for the Metro, man, this to me gets kind of interesting. I still like the Rangers. I still think they can get around, but they're pretty far back, bro. They're 14 points back from New Jersey. Obviously, New Jersey went on like a 13-game heater or whatever it was, so that helps the cause, too. Um, if I had to make a pick for the Metro, I don't hate the Islanders, man. They're kind of a sneaky team here. I know, obviously, they're we're not good. They're not like, good. They're not bad, though, right? Like, and maybe that's all it takes to just be in games, get points. And realistically, I, you know what it is? I'm kind of betting that New Jersey falls off a little bit here. They're not going to go on another 13 game heater this year, are they? That's almost impossible. Um, so yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to take the Islanders coming out of the Metro, uh, for the Central, you almost have to go Colorado. Obviously, that's the play. They've only played 19 games this year. That's got to be the least in the league. Um, for the Pacific, They're, we're winning well, without like half our team right now. So once yeah. those guys get healthy, it's uh, game over. There's probably <laughs> some value there. Um, for the Pacific, yeah, you got you got to go with the Knights, man. It kills me to say it, but this team looks great. And uh, Jolie touched on it too, man. Give a lot of credit to Jack Eichel. I know we brought this up on previous shows too. Like what this guy's doing is absolutely incredible, um, and it's great to see him having success in an organization that's not totally trash like the Buffalo Sabers. So uh, shout out to my boy Jack Eichel, and I will take the Knights coming out of the Pacific, even though they're already in first. Yeah, one more. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead because I, I got I got a list of things. So. Okay, uh, so you mentioned the Hurricanes for the Metro. Uh, can I interest you in the Hurricanes for the President's Trophy at thirty to one? Oh, you if absolutely you, can. Yeah, if you already think they're going to win the Metro, then you might as well sprinkle a bit on that as well. Those are uh, pretty long odds there for a team that's got pretty unlucky the past couple of weeks with a bunch of overtime can, losses. Can I touch on that for a second? You know what I don't love. Is that Frederick Anderson's gonna keep missing weeks at a time? Like he'll be fine, mm. he'll play sick for like fucking seven games, and then he'll miss like two weeks because he just doesn't feel like playing. And is Antti Ranta really gonna be the one to get it done? Uh, that makes me a little weird. too. He's he's playing well. Yeah, that's yeah, true. He, he, there's value at thirty to one. He just signed a contract. Yeah. Yeah. There's value at thirty to one. That's for sure. Yeah. Going back to your uh, Rangers point in the Metro, I, I don't hate that if you look at the odds. They're uh, eighteen to one to to win it. So that's some good value there. And then I just have a a list of teams here that I might take to miss the playoffs. And let me know if you guys think any of these are uh, hot takes. Uh, Penguins at plus two twenty, Panthers plus two twenty, Wild huh? plus two hundred, Nashville minus one forty, and then the Islanders. Wait, plus two hundred for Minnesota to miss? To miss it, yeah. Oh, I love that, dude. I'm I'm down on this Minnesota team this year, man. I don't think they're going to make playoffs, so I would love that at plus 200. Yeah, I'm already on the, the Blues to miss, so it's kind of correlated. But, the, yeah, I don't mind that at plus 200. Yeah, that, that seems like crazy odds to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's you keep expecting them to turn around, but they haven't yet, and it's already uh, 25 games in or so. so. Yeah, so, so. It's that dead cap space, man. I know I've been beating that drum ever since the offseason, but dude, that's like, what, like $12 million or something or more than that in dead cap space alone? How can you be a contender with that? Yeah, there's just so much. And, you know, they had freaking Ryan Hartman as their top line center. I mean, he's hurt now, so maybe they're actually missing him, but they're not as good as they were last year. And and what's their goalie situation now? Isn't it like 
Gustafson and somebody. Yeah, flurry's still hurt. Flurry's still there, I guess. But he's 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 getting up there in age. Well, he's not yeah, playing he's... well either, man. Look at his numbers. They're getting better. He struggled earlier. He finally got his goals against average under three. It's a two point nine one. His save percentage though is still a point nine oh one. Uh, not the best, man. Philip Gustafson though did play well for Ottawa Leicester. He's looked, you know, he's looked like a goalie this year. Maybe not a great goalie. His numbers are better than Flurry in a Leicester sample size. But uh, you know, bringing in Ryan Reeves doesn't really do it for me. You know, <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. All right, gentlemen, anything else worth adding here or what? It's, uh, it's a pretty interesting segment, man. Nice to kind of do like a little quarterly update on futures. Maybe we'll get this going again at around the uh, halfway mark of the season here. So you know, one more thing, one more thing to talk about uh, on the futures. It's, it's so important to have multiple books for this kind of thing because like you mentioned, Dave Hackstall, his crazy odds. We saw odds from at 45 to 1, 34 to 1, and then 12 to 1. Uh, I think his, his legitimate price is closer to the 12 to 1 thing. Um I know that I wouldn't bet him at that that range, but at 34, 45 to 1, absolutely. That just shows you how important it is to have multiple books, especially for markets like these where uh, it's it's not like the, the, the they don't take a lot of sharp money, right? So they just take the, the whatever money they get, they're going to adjust the odds. doesn't matter if it's a sharp guy, a dumb guy. If you get a lot of money on a, <laughs> on a player, they, they, they don't want to pay that out. So they, they move the odds accordingly. Um, so yeah, that, that's why it's so important to have, oh, let's go Canes, winning in overtime, let's fucking go. Ooh, shit. Um, but yeah, 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 have as many outs as you can. We got one guy in the Discord, shout out to Paulie, he's going in every freaking channel telling us to have multiple outs, it's the most important thing. He's, he's, uh, learned that over the past year, so glad to see it, and, uh, yeah, it's a lot easier to win money in this sport, in this business, when you have uh, a lot of outs going for you to get the best price. Price is king in the end so uh especially in the awards markets like i said this is crazy differences in in uh in these kinds of things so uh yeah just make sure you uh you uh spread your money around and find the best price right on man well said um all right guys that uh that pretty much wraps it anything else uh worth adding here or is that about it no it's about it good good segment there if uh, any of those bets particularly uh stood out to you make sure you uh join us in the discord as always and we can talk about them there or if you have any uh, uh plays for yourself that you like we can uh throw them out and we can have a, a good chat in there as well yeah man for sure like somebody put them in maybe next show if we see any ones that we really like we'll bring up and uh, we'll touch on them if we get any good ones in the discord there um all right everybody uh everybody go check out the sports gambling podcast network website we touched on the top of the show that's the place to be especially with such a massive tournament like the world cup going on uh you can listen to shows you can read articles get some good picks uh and that's for every sport too man when it comes to football college football hockey basketball college hoops tons of other stuff baseball winter meetings i don't know if there's any articles about that maybe rygar will pump something out here for you but who knows uh, but yeah, either way, you can find all that kick-ass information at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. And as well, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Get your ass in the Discord, man. If you're not in there, it's an absolute blast. It's awesome to see people. I love it when people are like, hey, I won this. We're winning bets. We're winning money. Oh, what do you guys think about this? And then you're not even just getting our input. We're getting other people's input too, right? So that's the best part about it. You know, uh, you don't have to be an expert to be a, to be a gambling guy, man. So fucking get your ass in the Discord and show us your picks. And most importantly, have a good time. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. 100 episodes. Couldn't have done it without you guys. Yeah, huge milestone here. Get in Discord, sg.pn slash Discord. 
uh, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, sg.pn slash hockey, so I have something to read here rather than begging for reviews. And now, if, if you think this is a pretty tame show for uh, episode 100, keep in mind we're recording it on a Tuesday night. Uh, maybe we'll have a little something going off the rails for you coming up this weekend. Stay tuned for that, episode 100.5 or something. We'll, we'll, we'll see what we can do. We'll do 100, 101, and then 100.5 out of order. Star Wars it up a little episode, bit. Episode 100, 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, everybody. My name is Talent Jenkins. You can find me on Twitter at Talent underscore Jenkins 94. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can find me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Meyer. And you'll find me in Aussie now. Oh, blimey, crikey. I can't pick ah! this anymore. Bloody hell. Bloody hell, mate. Oh, you're all shirt no trousers. You are, mate. Put another shrimp on the body, mate. <laughs> Peace. Peace.